Hello, everybody. Real quick before we get to the show, I just wanted to let you know that we now have a voicemail account for the podcast. You can reach us at 346-291-0050. If you tell us something funny, we might just feature it on an upcoming episode. Hey, Mark. Hey, Juan. Uh, calling in from Dallas. Just listened to episode 15. And, you know, it was, it was, a pretty, it was, it was good. Pretty serious stuff that we're talking about. Uh, and it just made me think of one thing, you know, about 9-11. Uh, if I remember right, it's knock-knock. Who's there? 9-11. 9-11 who? And then it goes, you said you'd never forget. Uh, so just thought I'd give you that little gem, see if that's uh, anything you'd want to use. Uh, but it was great overall. You guys keep up the good work. Uh, I'll be tuning in next week. On this episode, I'll pull a brie out of the fridge that's been in there, and like you know. Yeah, how well did that work for you with that sub sandwich a couple weeks ago, huh? That time I didn't look. That was not a good. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good no brainer. <laughs> I don't think I've eaten anything like actually that spoiled in many many years. <laughs> How, wait, I how got my guard down. It was a foot long sub, and I but I <laughs> and how far through the foot did you get? Uh, probably four or six inches. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I took one bite, but it was about four inches of it. Because <laughs> so, I was hungry, I was like, I'm taking this bitch out in like three bites. Lonzo, <laughs> but it's always good to take at least four inches. I I knew as soon as I. As soon as that came out, I was waiting, <laughs> just waiting for it. Well, I was like, oh yeah, I could do at least four. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> everybody and welcome back to a special edition of no country for old mark and juan i am your host mark pearson and this is my co-host juan smith yeah juan is a uh, having a good time trying to get his computer working today we've probably spent the last 20 minutes trying to get this thing going but anyways Everybody, thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your downloads and everything else that you do for us. Thank you for reaching out to us. Please reach out to us, facebook.com slash nocountrypodcast. We're also on Instagram at nocountrypodcast, Twitter at podcast underscore country. And please, please email us at nocountrypodcast at gmail.com. Now that that's out of the way, we have a very special treat for all of your listeners today. I know uh, occasionally you've heard Juan and I referring to the legal department, and the legal department is here with us today. It is our friend, Joel Hatline. Thank You're looking you. very distinguished today, Joel. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Glad to be here. And I have to, uh, at, at, on the outset, put myself out there that I am not technically the legal department, as I have not passed the bar, and if I try to pass myself off as an attorney, they will not let me in the bar. <laughs> Yes, we uh, the whole us referring to Juan as the legal department is kind of like our inside joke. Well, he joke does you know, you know, give us a little bit of you know, hey, don't do that kind of stuff. You know, you might want to think about this, but you know, 
we uh, I just we understand how it is. Yeah, which <laughs> is basically every time Juan opens his mouth. Yeah, it's gonna be a good idea. You're gonna need <laughs> a retainer fund. Yeah, which please, if you want to uh, uh, send us some money, that would be awesome. No <laughs> no country podcast at gmail dot com. Lawyers are expensive, and we are just poor podcasters. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, to give a quick background, Joel has been a friend of Juan's for much longer than I've known Joel. But even though, even though that, uh, wow, my brain is just not functioning right now. Even th- welcome never, to my uh, world, man. It's gonna be, uh, <laughs> the Juan is rubbing off on me. Oh God! Even th- <laughs> you don't want that. No, <laughs> definitely not on you. That's not- <laughs> you've talked about shootings before. We can't. <laughs> Despite that, <laughs> Joel and I have still been friends for a, uh, about 14 years, about as long as I've known Juan. I've known Joel since uh, his dad gave him out of his nuts. I've known him since he was <laughs> born, literally. Apparently and before. He, yeah, technically before he was born, I knew the family. So, What a cute kid. A little, little shit later, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you got a really nice like Brian Wilson reminiscent 2010 World Series beard going on there, Joel. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I've been. Uh, and for the listeners, let's just get this out of the way. Joel is married, but if you could see what I'm seeing, you'd be a little upset, ladies, because that's one nice looking dude. You got to remember, Juan is also blind. Yeah, it really helps to have a friend like Juan, so he can compliment you so greatly, but not really see you. Well, the real truth is just I'm at that other end of the spectrum where the shape is completely different. So it's it's really easy to... And I don't have to be gay to spot a good-looking dude. I just go, what am I not? <laughs> <laughs> there he is! <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a pleasure to have Joel on with us because uh, it's a little scary. I'm not, not going to lie. Why? Why is it scary? Because Joel knows way too much. <laughs> I told Mark when I got on here, I was like, I'm pretty, I got a couple of Juan stories primed in my head, but. Oh my I'm God. Sure, I'm pretty sure when you talk about, like, when you hear someone else telling a story about you and you don't remember where that story went, I'm probably the person telling that story. Yeah, that's happened quite a few times. <laughs> I just like, I remain silent. It's the only time I don't talk. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see what horrific shit. It's gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to deal with. Uh, what makes you think some anything horrific you're gonna have to deal with? Oh, I don't like, know. <laughs> Maybe the past thousand things people brought up, or just, I was like, just, I can't say I didn't do that or don't, rem-, you know, I don't remember. He worries just because of you know the overwhelming weight of evidence. And exactly. <laughs> where yeah. that points to? I'm, a, I'm my own jury, and it's not looking good. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You couldn't pick out. No, it'd be rough. So to give some of you a uh, audience or listeners there some context, uh, one thing I did forget to mention in the one of the previous episodes where we talked about putting down the dog, it wasn't Ben that got the lip of brain matter. It was Joel. As Joel reminded me, <laughs> when we started this call, and I was like, oh, crap, I really do need to rectify and make that in there. Uh, Joel, what was your reaction to that like? I mean, we I think we all dealt with that situation in our own way. Um, <laughs> that brain hit me right on the lip. And I tore my shirt off 
wiped my face and just I stormed off back to the house and got in the shower. I have no idea what took place after that point. I was I was out. <laughs> so he wasn't there when the hacks house came out, no? no? No. Oh, that was that was told to me after the fact, but yeah, and we we've, we've reiterated a couple times that that didn't physically happen. But every time that story comes up, you know that's the immediate spot that the person's brain goes to. They're like, what are they talking about? Oh, later on, Juan's going to chop that dog's legs off with a handsaw. <laughs> like, no, no, that really didn't happen. We were joking. Uh, Please. That's why it's great to have That's way too much work. I'd use a sawzaw. In that whole scenario, you just like took up all of the all of the bad energy. Like you, you really came off looking bad in that scenario. The rest of us yeah. kind of skated by. Yeah, I shot the dog, and everyone was mad at one. <laughs> yeah, man, that's messed up. It was because I smiled, but it wasn't because I smiled because I was happy. It was just awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> going back to what you said earlier about Joel being the opposite of whatever shape you are. Uh, it was always fun when we played football when I lived there in Michigan because we have Joel, who's like tall and lanky and like the fastest person ever, just because you got these long legs, you can run extremely fast. And then Juan is like Jerome Bettis, really short, really low center of gravity, and you just can't take him down. And you have to get like two of us to take Juan down. And it was like two sides of the same coin, and it was like having like. It, it would change, like, the game plan of whoever had Juan or whoever had Joel. It was a passing game if Joel was on your team, and it was a running game if Juan was on your team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the passing game was so much faster. Just <laughs> <laughs> with those Juan legs moving Dude. Quick, you get mesmerized. Well, I remember them throwing, Mark throwing, like, these long Hail Mary bombs, man. I mean, like, way the fuck out. I'm like, there's no way he's going to. Oh, my God, he caught that shit. <laughs> you, you just basically would outrun. You know yeah. what? No one else could get to the ball, but you could. That's basically what it was. You just bomb it so far yeah, down the field, and Joel will straight line. Yeah, yeah. Just Joel throw it as far it. as I could and hope Joel got there. It was where me. It was like I just had to keep running through people and getting hurt, <laughs> <laughs> inch by painful inch. <laughs> it was like fun. Meta- is this like a metaphor for Juan's life? Yes. Uh, people just like gracefully running through, and he is just like <laughs> powering through the muck. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, He's like, oh, is it nice up there on the surface? Because it's pretty shitty down in the sewer. <laughs> and I've spent a lot of times wallowing in actual shit too. So it's not even, uh, it's not even too far from home, man. Speaking of that, there was one time where Joel actually did that. When we got to Ethiopia, it was the first or second day we were there. Joel stepped out of a vehicle and stepped in an open sewer, and there was an Ethiopian right there. And Joel had, like, crap on his shoes. And he looks up at the guy, and the guy goes, Welcome to Ethiopia. (laughs) I have a picture of your shoes. Yeah, I, I still to this day tell myself that was all mud. <laughs> it was the color of mud, but it didn't smell like mud. No, By the way, we forgot to smelled. mention that uh, <laughs> we were playing actual tackle football without flags. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, which I still think safer than flags, anyways. But God, if we did that now, I'd take three steps, have a stroke. <laughs> oh my God! If you tackled me, I'd probably just cry. <laughs> You'd be you'd be heavy you'd be breathing heavily when we were calling plays even before the ball got snapped. Today he'd uh, take three steps and have a stroke. We'd have to put a sheet over him to cover him up while he was having a stroke. Uh. <laughs> well, oh wait, you cl- meant like a medical emergency? 
Yeah. <laughs> His clothes are like a sheet already, so they're that big. Yeah, man. Uh, Every time I hold up my shirt, I go, God, that fucking shirt's huge. And then I'm thinking, oh, my God, but when I wear it, it's not. It's so fucking weird, man. Well, no you, one could fill this out. <laughs> we've got like the uh, three generations almost going on here. It's kind of cool. I'm uh, I'm grandfather, old one. That's that part of the old one. Mark thinks for real. I feel it, man. You know? Okay, you <laughs> fucked up secret of the day. Damn it! I can't believe I'm telling you this, but fuck it. Uh, I was at Kroger's earlier. And I realized, man, like I, I get like weird cramps and shit all the time. Like maybe I'm like have some kind of vitamin deficiency from the chili cheese fries. So I was oh, like, nice. I'm gonna get a multivitamin. Okay, now this is gonna sound weird to you, but I've never taken vitamins in my life, so I'm going through these vitamins. And then I realized, oh shit, I'm at this mark where you're taking man vitamins or you're taking senior vitamins. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I don't want to go straight to Centrum Silver. Right? <laughs> I'm looking at it, and it's all, like, got shit for, like, old guys, like, you know, joints and arthritis, help with your vision and memory. And then I look at the guy one, and it's, you know, like, stamina and alertness and functionality and productivity and sex and all that. I'm just like, well, this sucks, man. <laughs> I definitely fit that other category, man. <laughs> fuck. So... What I did was I got a generic-looking senior one that didn't say senior right on the front of the bottle, so I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> nice little smoke screen there. Yeah, that'll be that'll be very convincing, I'm sure. Well, because this general rule, like as Americans, we don't know when we're men, but, and we don't know when we're old men. So I was just like, I had that moment like a couple hours ago where I was like, wait, yeah, well, a- am I there? Am I the senior? Am I? <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, drop 60 pounds. You probably won't feel like it. No, I'd probably feel great if I lost weight, man. (laughs) Just the thought of all that work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could just starve myself because that's what lazy ass weight loss is. (laughs) Seriously, like if I had a trip coming up like in two months or something, I would just not eat until the trip. (laughs) I can do that. That's messed up. I know, but I can actually do just stop eating. Yeah, I mean, I'll drink water and Pepsi, of course. I'll stop. Well, you'd never stop drinking Pepsi. We but, already established uh, that. But I wouldn't eat, and I've I've done that and lost twenty two pounds, twenty four pounds in a month. Sheesh, it's a great weight loss plan, ladies. <laughs> it's, no, it's not a problem not. though, unless you start gagging yourself. Ron's been punishing oh his body for decades. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's why I, half of it doesn't work. That's probably why he's even doing the right things the wrong way. I <laughs> 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 should probably be thinner. That'd make me healthier. He's like, what, he's like, should I eat a couple carrots or should I just not eat for uh, 32 days? <laughs> <laughs> I just had carrots. That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> First time, huh? <laughs> You know, I have to eat a lot of roughage because of the other shit I eat. Because <laughs> all the rest of it's just chili and steak? Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's better than He actually it, has nachos in front be. of him. It used to just be beer. <laughs> I was going to say, now, you. It's, you have nachos right there right now. I know. I know, and I haven't even touched them yet. Because <laughs> I can't. I can't. I got to hide them. Hold on. Because... <laughs> That shit's too much for me. And you know, sure as hell, no, I can't eat on a podcast. No. 
Because it'll just sound like I'm fucking the nachos, man. (laughs) What? I said every time nachos with you, I swear. Oh, that was weird. That just, Jazz just happened to bring those in as kind of like, I think, a piece nacho from stealing my nachos and almost giving me a stroke a few episodes ago. A few episodes? That was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, well, it seems like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Time flies when you're old and confused. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, I straight up think I have, I I really think I'm like starting to get dementia. Because I, it is not a joke. I, Joel, I don't remember stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no. I, I, I gotta, podcast, I gotta break I, it to you, man. That's been years. Really? You used to yeah. do that all the time. So I've just always been this way. That's so weird. Yeah, you just don't remember. See, it's a blessing. There's a lot of things. You, yeah. you know what? And now that I'm thinking about that, maybe that's why I don't learn very well. Because like, <laughs> no, listen, seriously. <laughs> What a bug learn, I don't mean like can I read? I meant like I meant like Hey, here's life throwing something at you. Let's do it this way, and then you fuck it up really bad. But I don't remember that part. So then when that shit comes back around, I'm like, you know what? I think I do it this way. And then I do the same shit. And then people go, what the hell? (laughs) And then the consequence just gone. I don't remember shitting myself falling face first in the snowbank. I hear about it. I hear about I re- it. I remember it. I don't even see that's what I mean. Wait, wait. Okay, I, I was not there for this. <laughs> this story needs to be told. Oh, boy. Why? Well, just had an emergency. We were out in the, we were out in the barn. It was like the middle of winter. What was going on? I don't even remember. Who knows? I, I probably was drinking at the time. <laughs> probably too much. It wasn't the time when the zombie dog came, right? No. Oh, my God. You got to tell that one, though. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I don't remember. But I, I'm pretty sure Juan was drinking at the time. And, uh, oh, he he had to go to the bathroom really bad. And we wouldn't let him leave. That's what it was. <laughs> What great friends I have. (laughs) You listeners, you guys know that I can't hold shit, right? They know I can't hold anything. I'm telling you, there's never been anything more entertaining in my life than one bathroom panic. (laughs) (laughs) The fear in his eyes, he will do anything. He will do absolutely anything to get to a bathroom. And if I can't make it, I will go anywhere. (laughs) All right. So this is now. See, now we wouldn't let him leave. And then when he did leave, Al tackled him in the snow and he pooped himself a little bit. (laughs) That's the gist of the whole story. Okay. So I had to take a crap, basically. And my other friend football tackled me. So, yeah, it happened. And then, of course, on him impacting and landing on me caused spreadage. <laughs> and then they still wouldn't let me go in the house. <laughs> so I let you go. <laughs> it was a while and it was a long walk of shame. Uh, so, so this is the story I had on deck for one. And Mark, you were there for this. You were there for this. It's it's another one poop panic story because Oh no, another one? <laughs> oh god, I don't remember any of this. It uh we were going to play paintball, and we were all in the car, and Juan had to go to the bathroom so bad. And he's like, we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. So finally, we're 
we're maybe 300 yards from this paintball place. Juan just is like, I can't take it anymore. Jumps out of the moving vehicle. <laughs> we're like, we're almost there. Jumps out of the moving vehicle, pumping his legs, running around, running in circles, <laughs> runs behind the... <laughs> Runs behind a stretch of trees. We're all just, we stopped the car. We're all just watching. Run, it's broad run. daylight, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, broad daylight. Oh, my God. You run behind a stre- stretch of trees. It looks like the like the Sasquatch video. We like <laughs> You're powering through. You, you, you make it to what, by all means, is a, is a good spot to use the bathroom, even though we're about, like, 200 yards from an actual bathroom. And then from that spot, you turn and you run back out into what is someone's front yard and pull down your pants. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep, I remember this. <laughs> you were like in tree cover and apparently that wasn't good for you and you just popped back out into someone's yard and went to the bathroom. I think what it was is I saw the other side of that was someone else's yard. And so, dude, I, I panicked and then just ran. And when I couldn't run any further, I just stopped and dropped. I didn't realize it was in someone's yard in broad daylight. I, uh, I was so panicked. I remember that now. <laughs> Here's the problem. It was like riding in a school bus for me, which is my nightmare my whole life. Because I have no control over this vehicle. And unless it's going to stop for me, like, I'm not going to um, make it. So, yeah, I just jumped out the damn door. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I didn't know the bathrooms were that close, though. So then, we tried, we, but that's the that's the greatest thing about one bathroom panic is like we tried to reason with you and it didn't matter. Yeah, your face is all red and sweaty, and you're just like literally panicking, just like uh, uh, <laughs> there's no getting through. Our, our words are bouncing off you like nothing. Yeah, it's uh, it's because it's happened in even worse places. Like one time, I was I stopped at a rest area, and I was like, I made it to the rest area. I made it to the rest area. And I was in a van full of people. Once again, like they were driving, they weren't taking it as serious as they should. <laughs> and they finally got to this rest area. Well, as I was walking up that sidewalk to the doors, in the middle of that sidewalk, right there, broad daylight, could not make it, <laughs> could not make it to the doors. <laughs> there was like a hundred people there because it was some kind of a holiday weekend. I, re- I, I respect that, though. You just, like, Juan doesn't care about the dignity of it. He needs that, that pair of pants for the rest of the day. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing I just thought. Juan, yes. did you, like, take a crap in Officer Herrera's yard, and, that why, and that's why he doesn't like you? You know what? I don't know, but I hope I can find out where his yard is, because <laughs> I'd probably go crap in that yard at least once a week. <laughs> he, he's the guy that yelled at you to pull over. Am I remembering this? Story yeah, correctly? yeah. The <laughs> off-duty police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitch. Feel, <laughs> it feels. Oh. It would feel better if I made him cry. <sighs> for some reason, I like hating on Herrera. I don't know why. I think it's because like I for once get to shit on another Hispanic. Like he doesn't count <laughs> because I always get dismissed because I don't speak Spanish. So I'm like, fuck Herrera. <laughs> I got to try and say it all. You know, white, Hispanic. You tried to roll your R's, but it still is. I, you, know, I, you used the H sound. You know, I took Spanish class. Mm. And, you know, being that my name came in as Juan Smith, my 
my Spanish teacher was super cool about it and like was all pumped because I was going to be able, you know, she was going to help me learn my native tongue and all that. And then uh, let's just say it didn't go so well in Spanish because somehow at some point I pissed her off and she stopped calling me Juan and started calling me John. And I was Probably like, Probably because you were hitting on her. No, no. Well, she as, was, we, as we learn now, Juan don't learn too good. Not too good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. So, I, yeah, I, I wasn't doing so good in the class. All I can remember from that whole class is jugar al football. That's, that's all I remember. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Something about soccer. Say, <laughs> is it I love soccer? I don't know. <laughs> no? I thought it was maybe like just I say love it, tight just soccer Just say it shirt. next week. I like tight soccer it. jerseys. <laughs> Well, you do. We know that. <laughs> it's because they just don't come in my size. <laughs> There's not even fans that fat. It's like, you can't be. You get too excited in those games, man. Those people are standing a whole damn time, going crazy. I don't know. Have you seen a picture of Diego Maradona recently? He's the only one size. <laughs> the only Diego I know is how that stupid kid show Dora. <laughs> Joel's like, I hate you and I don't know you anymore. <laughs> no, I, 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 I've known you for a long time, so I know what to expect here. <laughs> yeah. You know what pisses me off is when people go, uh, I know exactly what he's going to say. Uh, you, you might have a clue, maybe the direction I'm going to go, but uh, who was it? Was it Hang's friend? Wait, or was it Hang? No, it was Hang. She said, once you made that hookers in Vegas for $13,000, she knew what you would say. <laughs> ah, valid point, Hang. Never mind. <laughs> Sounds like she probably has a uh, no similar people in her life. Dude, I, I bet imagine. she knows some thugs, dude. I bet, yeah. I bet if you really sat down to her, she knows some people on the dark side, man. <laughs> She's been to the dark web. <laughs> by the yeah. way, by the way, I just gotta ask you guys: Is that What's shit up? real? Is what real? The dark yeah. web and all that—that that is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's so weird yeah, to me. Because being an old man who can barely, obviously, even navigate uh, Skype and uh, Audacity—that's uh, just mind-boggling to me. That because I always think. Well, it's like so. What do so? What do they do? They just they share their screen over and over, and then they're on the dark web. <laughs> I could not go to a place like that. Okay, so the, the dark web, literally the worst of humanity, anything, the worst of basically anything you can imagine. I'm not even going to go into half the stuff that I've heard about that happens in the dark web because it's gross. But um, you can get someone killed on the dark web. You can buy drugs on the dark web, anything. There was a guy who set up, a guy from Texas actually, who set up like a whole uh, sending drugs through the mail, like Amazon style business. And he got arrested in like 2014 and 2015 and the FBI caught him and shut his website down. But he made like millions and millions. He was just like setting up third party people on his dark web website called the Silk Road. There's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about it. It's pretty crazy. And then he actually uh, had there was other people that were trying to compete with him. And then he started like a hit list thing and he would like hire people to kill his you know, enemies and stuff, and it just got crazy. And the dark web gets way worse than that. Like, there's stuff on there that I just won't even repeat because it's just... 
I could not. Un- I've heard of stories of stuff that people do on the dark web that I can't even believe that people are that disturbed out there that do stuff like that. It's like straight up there with like how the Nazis treated people. It's awful. I always thought it would be like hostile. It's worse. Damn. Juan's <laughs> eyebrows just went through his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I listened to a podcast where this guy had seen a video of something awful, and he was describing what he had seen, and I was like, turned it off. I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't need to know anything else. Like, I know there's horrible people out there, but I was like, people are paying for this. That's just. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, life is dark enough, dude. Like, what is this fascination with wanting to go darker? But it's the thing is, it's like, it's like Dan Cummins says. Dan Cummins has a podcast and he's also a comedian. And it's like he says, um, like, negativity sells. Like, you know, the worst, like. A, a news company, I don't know, back in the 80s or 70s, I don't remember when, many years ago, a news company said, we're going to switch over and only sell positive news. We're only going to talk about positive news. And they lost two-thirds of their market immediately because negativity sells. So that's why all the news is like negative. That's why all the most successful podcasts are the darkest ones, ones about serial killers, ones about murder, ones about you know like all the crazy people out there. Or maybe people just identify with you losing your shit once in a while, and they feel that. <laughs> well, then the only positive story—the only positive stories that ever exist—is like a bunch of teachers like pulled from their pension fund to pay for another teacher's cancer, and it's like it's not really a positive story because all these people are teachers and they don't have enough money to have health care. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's like not even really a positive story. Like it kind of is, but then it's just actually depressing. It's yeah. like it's like you feel inspired that people would care about other people that much, but it sucks that they're not even taken care of. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like that's kind of not. Yeah, that's you're right. They do a lot it's of. It's like that, a don't backhand. They? It's like a ba- They're all backhanded positive stories where yeah. it's like people like have to sacrifice to get like basic things, and then it's like packaged to you as like something special. You know, a like dog saves child from attacking animal, but has to be put down. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Damn. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully they can at least dig a nice size hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man with hacksaw shows up. <laughs> what? I'm the only one. What? I thought, I thought we had enough listeners. This would be okay. No. Okay. Too early. Uh, <laughs> oh well. Okay. Speaking. Okay. Speaking of dogs. Speaking of dogs. Back to zombie dog because we oh. brought it up and then never talked about it. Um, so zombie dog is Juan's barn is like, you're out, you're out there. You're in the country. Oh yeah. And so we're just out in your barn shooting pool in the middle of the night. And I'm going to embellish a little bit, just a little bit. So like, know that this story is mostly a hundred percent real. And (laughs) the door to the barn just creaks open and and like, it was dead shut. So the door just creaks open we're like... What? So Juan goes over and closes the door. We go back to shooting pool. The door creaks open again, and it's his shot. So I go to close it this time, and there is just a dog standing there in the doorway. And this thing is the nastiest dog I've ever seen. All right, Google Zubumafu, and it looked like that thing had been in the dump for for years. <laughs> it looked like. The nastiest stuffed animal that had just melted away. Like, its eyeballs were, like, 
like sticking out of its head and its fur was disgusting. And it had different colored eyes. Yeah, it had two different colored eyes and it, it was it was like it was it had never been brushed in its entire life, I guarantee you. It, it, it was, was like the dog had dreadlocks. Yeah. It, it, it was, was like dog dreads. It was terrifying cuz we we're like this could this honestly could go a couple ways right now. And I just like slowly shut the door in the dog's face. And we just try not to think about it. <laughs> I think he's still out there, personally. No, what happened was way later, that like into the next morning, I opened the door and he was still there. <laughs> Are you serious? And I realized, oh, he's domesticated. He just looks fucking crazy. <laughs> so it's kind of like looking at myself. So I'm like... All right, man, I, I totally understand you. So I get him some food and some water, and I feed him, and I find out that he really lives only like a quarter mile from here, but he is a, like, he's a barn dog. This dog really never really leaves this barn. He's there to protect the animals. So mm. it is, they, they let it get like that. So, and believe me, if you saw this dog, you would run. Scariest looking thing you've ever seen, man. So that's why they let it get that way. <laughs> but... It was, I guess it was healthy. It just unkept, but truly terrifying, man. Yeah. It's like. In the middle of the night, utterly horrifying. How'd that dog open that door? I don't know. We've, Twice. We've had weird shit, though. Like one day I had my window open and a horse stuck its head in the window and started licking me while I was in bed. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Full size horse tongue licking my face out of my sleep. <laughs> I mean, they smelled him for miles. Look how sweaty this dude is. Oh, my God. He was probably like, oh, salt. Sorry, I thought it was a block. It's just licking me. <laughs> you a block of salt. Yep. Surprised the deer didn't come out. <laughs> I guess we have had some weird shit happen out here over the years. Yeah, man. A lot of weird stuff. The coyote attacks with the dogs. Bobcat grabbing some rabbits. The, hanging the, out in the barn, and then and then several raccoons were just in there. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> like, there was a whole bunch of us out here one night, and we just looked up in the raft. There's like three of them up here, just yeah. chilling. I'm pretty and sure I, they had Diet Pepsis. There was <laughs> just kicking it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's here, also I thought where... the weirdest thing that happened at Juan's house was when Joel and I went to the Salvation Army and then wore those short shorts all day. Oh, God. I don't remember that. What happened? <laughs> I remember that. And then we went to Joel's house wearing those, and the the state patrol, the state trooper was following us the whole way. And you were not like, oh, God, please don't pull us over, because <laughs> I don't want to have to explain this. Well, they saw those shorts in my body, and they're like, they're trafficking this young woman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's why I, that's why I grew the beard. Oh my god, people, that's so funny. I people mistake me for homeless all the time now, but it's better than when they used to think that I was a particularly unendowed woman. <laughs> no, it's better than being an endowed woman because that's what yeah. I get. <laughs> Dude, I don't need to be weird or anything, but uh, you got some nice tits. <laughs> well, Dude, you know that's been said to me more than once. Well, I looks through the Victoria's Secret catalog, but not as a perv. He just actually needs to make some purchases. <laughs> 
I'm glad I'm old and boring, man, because I could disturb the <laughs> shit out of some people. <laughs> I I finally come out and I like dressing like a baby or something or like a <laughs> woman or something. Although the shoes would be great because I have small feet, I'd get really cool shoes. <laughs> Wouldn't have to. Are you one of those people like when you're with Jasmine? Do you wear a diaper and then you know dress up as a baby when you get kinky with your wife? Nah, I don't dress up for shit. That's her job. <laughs> I'm lazy. I'm old school. I'm like, I'm going to sit here in shorts with my hands down my pants. <laughs> but you, you, you need heel stockies, the whole thing. I'm going to set up the pole. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm fair. Her job. Oh. That's kind of her thing, though. So it's... But you know, if you... Oh no, I need that. You know, I'm. I've seen how she dresses. I don't understand it. She looks like your mom most of the time. Uh, yeah, she, last time I saw her. Yeah, she doesn't right now though, which is good because she went over to see her. <laughs> went over to see uh, her. Her niece was born last night. Awesome. So she went over there, but only for a minute and didn't even get to see the baby. Because then I reminded her, "You got to get back for the podcast. Forget the baby." <laughs> oh wow, you're so nice. No I, man, I, I just, just want to. I just want to hear Juan one time say, "You know, she does all the dressing up because I'm a very visual creature." Like, <laughs> barely. <laughs> it's kind of like Braille. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go for you colors anymore. I just go for textures. You oh. learned a lot of that. You learned a lot at that blind camp. Sure did. <laughs> so okay, one thing that I I tried to break up before, but I think you forgot about the blind camp. Do you remember when you had those two blind kids fight? <laughs> oh my God! Why did you have to remember that? <laughs> of course, I remembered it. I have a great memory. Got it. Okay, now I have to explain that because it sounds awful. <laughs> I had I had two kids that that were uh, they just could not get along, and they were both trying to just be more gangster than the other kid. And but both of them were completely blind, and mm-hmm. you would be surprised at how well they can strike <laughs> just by sound. I, but they I wouldn't stop. Juan, what I was gonna say, I guarantee Juan prefaced this fight. He's like, All right, he went to each one of them individually. He's like, All right, so you're gonna have to fight this other kid, but the other kid can see, so you're gonna have to be extra vicious. <laughs> and he told that to both of them. <laughs> To, you know, hype it up a little bit. <laughs> I wish I could have done that, but they were way too intelligent for that trick. <laughs> but, uh, no, they just wouldn't get along, wouldn't get along. And, like, I was getting flack from, like, the camp manager and everything else. Like, and it's not – these aren't situations where you just send kids home. It's it's a big deal for those kids to get out and come to these camps and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, once they go, there's been a lot of resources, time, and money put in. And to get them there. So you're not, they're not going home. I'm like, I'm gonna have to deal with this shit all week. So finally I just had it. And, uh, we were kind of like away from everyone down by the lake somewhere. And I, they just wouldn't stop talking shit. And I was like, look, I'm going to teach you guys something. You guys cannot be talking so much shit. Like you're, if you're going to talk that much shit, then you're going to have to fight somebody. As soon as you guys want to talk so much shit, you guys are going to have to fight each other now. And they were like, yeah, they were all (laughs) all pumped up for it, still talking shit. So, uh, God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. So, anyways, (laughs) I I got them, like, close to each other, and then real quick smacked them both in the head and then jumped back. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like, you don't let them do that shit to you, man. And then fucking, they well, fought. I knew, I knew you were inside it somehow. Yeah, they, uh, they ended up fighting for about 30 seconds, and it worked out perfectly because you know how guys are. Then they yeah. immediately respected each other. No problems the whole rest of the time. But people that don't understand, like young men, don't understand that shit. And I've gotten in trouble for stupid shit like that lots of times. You know, like, well, you know, you're inciting violence. I'm like, we are violence. We're men. That's what we're we're genetically pushed. That's part of what we are. And sometimes guys just got to get that out and they're fine, you know. But you, nowadays, it's like if you say that, people would flip out and want to, like, you know, lock me up for some shit like that. But they're fine. Yeah, even I'm like, I'm like, cause I'm right on the edge. Like at my age, like I used to do a lot of fighting when I was younger. Like we would fight and then you're, you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, and then kind of let it go. And, but I was like right on the edge of when like fighting really became like not acceptable at all. Yeah. Yeah. He used to come I home remember- smiling after he wrecked two or three kids and then. Dude, <laughs> well, was oh, dude, he was dude. Cause he was the smallest of four brothers. Right. So, yeah. like, what do you think these kids, do you think he's scared of you? Not at all. <laughs> he's got brothers four times bigger than you, okay? Yeah. He was whooping everyone's ass. Like, he's he was little, right? Well, and I he's super how to cute. be the most violent because yeah. we're fighting people way bigger than you. You just got to go, no holds barred, bitch, and I'm just going to yeah. wreck you. And that's what Joel did. And then it was, and he's right, though, when he was real young, he, he was in fights all the time in school, man. And, like, <laughs> but then as he got older, that was when that, that transition started probably around somewhere like what, maybe sixth grade, somewhere in there yeah, when it started. Even getting... later than that, because I got into fights at, like into high school. Oh, it did go that far. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that shit anymore. No, not at all. Not the stuff we used to do. I, still... I remember Joel when you and I got into it, and we almost got into a fight, and then we like were fine after that. I don't even remember that, if I'm being honest. <laughs> we were at a. Uh, we You're were telling football. me that I wanted to fight you because, like, I fought a lot of people bigger than me, but I can't see me wanting wanting to. Fight no, you. <laughs> we were playing football and we just got really, really insulting towards each other. Oh. And uh, it got really heated, and you just like stormed off in your car, and then I stormed off, and everybody left. And then I was like, "This is dumb. We need to talk this out." And then we talked about it, and we've been fine ever since. And I was like, "Who's gonna eat their pizza?" <laughs> Guess I'll and one ate everybody's that. food. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's basically how that went down. <laughs> that was exactly. Once like, well, I guess someone's gonna have to have a little extra pizza today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because if you guys leave the game, the game's over. <laughs> Luke was still there. <laughs> no, there's no way to make it balanced though. Then whatever team Luke's on just wins. <laughs> you guys were very nice to us, but let me be very honest. You three were athletes at this time. You guys were like in your prime. Joel was like doing like insane workouts and shit. Like his cardio, I've honest to God, man, I, I see a lot of MMA. I watch a lot of stuff like that. I rarely see people that have cardio like Joel had. Like it's like he you just didn't get you should not get tired at all. It's like my you can run. Me, I, my wife told me the other day, she just looked at She's pregnant, mind you. Um, and so I'm not going to say anything on, on her side. But she looked at me the other day and she's like, you got fat. <laughs> I would be like, bitch, did you just call me fat when you're pregnant? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell no. And I was like, the BMI would now call me what's, uh, what they list Normal. as healthy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you weigh? Like 126 now? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, like now you look, now you look healthy. You look like a man. I like, weigh, oh, thank you. No, See, no. This, is, this no. is where the beard comes in again. I am telling you, the number no, of times people refer to me. But you have shoulders now. Like, and like a chest. You didn't have that before. You were just so skinny and you were just so fast and shit and skating around with your damn hockey stick and you're running and everything else. I was like four then, man. Lord, <laughs> it all blurs together, man. Four or 40. It's all going to seem the same. By the time Juan, I die. Juan's mad because I skated up to him at four years old and just hooked a hockey stick between his legs. Let's just say our <laughs> listeners are aware of that story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it's came up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So yes, this is the shitty little kid right here. This is the kid <laughs> that fucking hooked my nuts with a smile on his face because he knew there wasn't shit I could do about it. <laughs> uh, and I've was... I've I've loved Joel my his entire life except for that moment. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Man. I would say it's fine, but I can still feel it. Yeah, I, I know. I know you'll never let it go. <laughs> you know what's great though? That might be the only thing in my life that I never let go. <laughs> I gotta have something, right? I gotta have something. That makes me a little bit proud. Of well, yeah, because I remember it. Shit, I remember it. <laughs> I don't know how many years ago that was, but for me, that's some kind of a memory record. The pain, the pain in my face, I etched myself into your memory forever. <laughs> It'll be the last thing you think of at the end. <laughs> yeah, because like my memories of your other brothers, they're not those memories. They're other ones like Jeff crying and thinking he's going to die because <laughs> it's like 118 degrees and he mountain biked and he was not prepared. For that temperature. Well, yeah, you took Jeff into the desert and almost died. You he, took Kevin on top of a mountain and almost died. Oh, wow. I guess it does sound bad, doesn't it? <laughs> you were trying to kill all the Hatline brothers? Yeah, you know what's funny is when her when their mom hears the stories, like, for the first time. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my, why did I ever let my kids hang out with you? Like, <laughs> I almost killed two of them. <laughs> Aaron's the only one that was smart enough to stay home. <laughs> Juan's like, hey, Aaron, you want to hang out? He's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Joel's like, I will. <laughs> and then there was a big enough gap where I didn't know any better. I'm like, okay. He's like, he's like, cool, cool, cool. So I got this bag of 20-year-old fireworks from my garage. You want to light them all off? Okay. Did I do, do that? that? No. <laughs> I went home and my... And you had lit me on fire. What? There was holes. In, yeah, there was holes in my clothes, and my mom was like, "What happened?" Oh my god! Oh my god! I remember we took PVC pipes and we launched. Yeah. Them. We took bottle rockets and actually shot them at each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we so, were like, "These are so old. They're no good." And we were shooting them at each other. And they were just going off like it. Like too early, too late. They were hooking weird. We burned about a hundred holes in the trampoline that night, and I didn't know it until the next day. They just kept landing on the trampoline and burning holes, burning holes. So that's why we're on the third generation trampoline now. That's why that one didn't make it. And the hot, dude, I don't know how many bottle rockets this person like gave me, but it was like a trunk full because there was like hundreds of them in the yard. 
Like the next day, it was like, what, oh, yeah. it what was happened? Going. It looks like it rained bottle rockets. <laughs> we couldn't like, we couldn't light it off fast enough. But I don't remember you going home like that. How do you I explain? Mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. And then like I got into daylight and I was like, oh boy. How old were you? Do you remember? I was like 15, maybe. How old? Like 15. I don't oh. know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we kind of broke stuff once in a while. Yeah. That was fun. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Holy shit. We gotta I gotta do that again. Oh yeah, see I'm so about that not not learning from your mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the consequences are fun. You're like, fuck it. <laughs> That's right, because airborne's legal now. It yeah. wasn't back then. No, it wasn't. Uh, well, I don't know about mortars, but we, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we at least got to wear eye protection. <laughs> oh I don't want to be two of us fighting blind. <laughs> You're gonna kick me in the face, and I'm just gonna punch you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about Mark, though, man. Mark's kind of scary. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not scared of many people, really, honestly, like physically intimidated by anyone. But I don't know. It's just Mark is—he looks real managed because first of all, he's got the Mister Clean head going on. But then it's like the amount of hair on Mark. There just leaves no feeling that he has an ounce of weakness. <laughs> like, like, he's so hairy that it's just like, this dude is just pure man testosterone. Like, yeah, you're like, what is that, chain mail? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when your back just, it's br- it, it looks like your hair doesn't stop. Or like, I don't know, man. Mark's just so hairy that it's like, the first time I saw him without a shirt, I was like, I was amazed at how much hair, but then I still was drawn to the fact that he could grow reverse sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> Who in the hell is that hairy? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, when you see him, it's like, I'm going to, no, not, no, man, that guy's got way more testosterone than me. <laughs> Look at the hair. I, I, I kind of was built like a Viking or a barbarian from Germany. You got a shed, dude. Right? Oh yeah. You're like a my Wookie. bathroom. I have to clean my bathroom regularly, or it's just hair everywhere. It's gross. It drives me nuts. And with it being like body hair, every hair looks like a pube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a lot of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like. <laughs> yeah. No. It's yeah. I do a lot of sweeping and vacuuming, and then by the time I do it, it's there like you know day later. I'm like, ah. And my new because every time I take a shower. Bald. He's bald. Yeah. This is just body hair. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like the reverse. Like it's like Achilles. What Achilles got dipped into the river Styx by his heel. I think <laughs> he was dip, dipped into testosterone and hair by the top of his head. You're so hairy. When I look so, at you, you it should... ran up to about eyebrows, and then they they pulled him back out. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh. That's funny, but really, the only time anybody should ever be afraid is when you've just pushed me past my breaking point, because that's the only time I'll ever say or do anything, and that only happens like once every ten years. That's because you're white and you're crazy. <laughs> that's exactly why. I get it out, I spit it out, it's garbage, it's done. White people store that shit for ten years. Don't be there when the cap comes off. Uh, we see that's what we do. We- 
We put it into a little savings account. We collect <laughs> We reinvest our rage and then yeah. take it out on everybody. <laughs> it is amazing. I, I remember seeing, who was it? Oh, it was his two older brothers, Kevin and Jeff. And they were like 15 or 16 at this time. And they were so mad at each other, dude. They used to fight all the time. Like, argue and fight. But they didn't really physically fight once until one time, man. I was just like, quit being such bitches. If you guys are going to argue all the time, freaking fight like, man, God. It was the girliest fight you have ever seen. <laughs> These guys, 15, 16 years old, maybe swinging like chicks. So, and no offense to them, dude. You guys can't fight with the shit. It's a good thing you guys got degrees and can make things happen because the MMA ain't for you. Uh, so then to see that, right? I'm not busting their balls. I'm just saying, at least swing like a bitch. If, if I see Kevin right now and he tried to punch me, it would look like a girl swinging. <laughs> but then there was this big gap, right? And Joel was like, how many years are, bet- are between you and Kevin? Eight. Eight years. To, eight years it drops down to Joel, right? Yeah. So I'm like thinking, what's well, this? That's look? why they weren't any good at fighting. Well, that's what I'm saying. Anybody else, because the only person at any of the three of them would fight was me. <laughs> But the funny part was, I'm like, what's this kid going to do? And that's when I was, six years old, skates up, wishing me in the nuts. It's like, hey, it's next generation, bitch. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and then I started hearing the stories, like, you know, because his mom would not want people to know. I'm like, this, this dude's like whooping people's ass in school? I was like, I, and inside, I was like a little proud. Because I was, I was like, that last, that last generation let me down. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was just, like, molded by violence. Yeah, he, he, got, he made up for it, though. Yeah, you should have seen the look in my mom's eyes when I came home and I told her a kid spit on me at school. She was like, the first question she asked is, is he dead? <laughs> like, stone cold serious, is he dead? And I was like, no, no. I am not going to be allowed at school for a while, but... <laughs> I remember when when I Fuck moved spring break. there. I remember when we were there, and you were you were what junior or senior, and you got into a fight, and you like didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, it gets violent. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like as much as you joke about it, when those things happen, like if you ever if you ever seen someone flip like a, like a Joel type person, like dude, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, because I don't like. There's I, like, no that, off that's switch. The thing. Like I'm older now. I like now that I'm older. It's right, just, you, like, I, it's I a control thing. Same, yeah, like I don't have that same. And you don't have the testosterone either. Yeah, so yeah. it's just yeah. Okay, back to the girl comments. I see. All right, uh, but I don't have that same. I, yeah, like I don't have that same bone in me. But, it, but like back then, like even like even I didn't know what I was gonna do. Like I was like, right. yeah. It's like you take a leash off, and you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But right. so as you can see, that's why Joel and I are such good friends. Because I got to have other people that they go, I don't know. Could be either of them. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. And I just just sit back and take bets. (laughs) No, you instigate, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Who, me? When have I ever instigated? (laughs) You always manage to be there when shit goes down. And like somehow you're always witness and get to see everything. You never have to carry any guilt shoes. You never actually get directly involved for legal reasons. You know, you're, you're always there in case but, like, you need a ride home or picked up later, something like that. But like, I don't know. It seems like you're there often. I'm there to go. You know, you know, officer. Let me tell you how it really happened. 
I'm Ugh. telling you, it would be Mark be like, me and Juan would get mad about something. Juan would like fight someone in public. Mark would be like, I don't know. I think you guys can take him. Luke, Luke, Luke would be Luke would be like, I don't think we should do this, guys. And me and Juan, shut up, Luke. <laughs> it's basically true. <laughs> he always was that voice of like reason. Oh, for sure. But when you're young, it doesn't seem like a voice of reason. It just seems like a pussy. So you're just like, yeah. shut up. Yeah, but, but that's because the, that's because the three of us were essentially nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling Mark on another podcast that it's 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 rare that it happens, but any time that I ever went out where there was all of us, like in a public place, I never felt like I was. No one even noticed me. It was so nice because <laughs> I'm just like normally I would get everyone's attention, but right now it could be any of these motherfuckers, and I could just have the night off and just. <laughs> Wait and see what shit, crazy shit they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair when it's everyone. It's a little bit. It was a little bit easier for you, but but every once in a while, like all of our chemistry would click, and it would literally turn into a traveling entertainment show. Oh, yeah, I remember one time we went to a restaurant, and on the way in, I, it was one of me. It was one of me and one of you. We're doing fat and skinny jokes. And just we were. It was me and you. Was it? And we were just crushing each other, right? And it was, but it was so well, funny. It was just like, yeah, because there was no holds barred. Like we are both trying to be just as hurtful as possible. <laughs> and and Joel is so quick, right? Yeah. And so intelligent and fast. It's like when you sign up to have any kind of like a word battle, discussion, <laughs> argument with Joel, brother, you better get your shit lined up, better get some paper, better get some paperwork. You better have some backup a friend to call, something. You better have like a phone a friend option in case shit gets difficult. Cause Joel will wreck probably ninety-nine point nine nine percent of people in an argument, which is why the fact that, you know, once you pass the bar, you'll be a lawyer. Uh, this is your guy. If you got money and you want to win, <laughs> believe me, this is your guy. He doesn't what take losses. With an argument, bruise, I scratch my neck like. Oh, uh, right. He's like, oh, let, let me at it, man. Let me at it. I told Joel a long time ago, life or death for me ever. Joel is allowed to make those decisions for me. That is how much I trust him. And I never forgot that. It's like if Joel was gonna be a dictator and I had to be under it, I'm okay with that. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> you probably would. You probably would. But you know what? As no. a friend, I would. I would know. I would get in line first. I just show them this how it's done. You're all gonna be better for this. Believe me. <laughs> I might skate up right behind him with a hockey stick. Oh, <laughs> the reverse hook. <laughs> God. <laughs> That might even out the universe right there, though. That might do it. <laughs> <laughs> Some butterfly effect stuff happened that day. We, we it was like it was like we were a cartoon, you know, because like you guys are like cartoonishly tall to me, and I'm <laughs> and I'm cartoonishly you're cartoonishly short, short and fat, right? To us. Exactly. <laughs> and and Luke is cartoonishly good. Yeah. <laughs> To where it's like, come on, nobody's that good. You got bodies in your basement. Something's going on. There's, there's no way you can be that good that long. Like, you got to have some dark shit somewhere. It's like, no. Nah. Outside of, like, throat slamming a dude in Africa, 
Not really. <laughs> no, I, Joel, I told him he's became everything his wife wanted him to be. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I could tell. Uh, when I, I told him, I said, when I heard he was happily driving that minivan, I was like, well, you can tell this dude hasn't made a decision of his own in at least a decade. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, what? I'm married. You're married. What? Yeah. I can be real. What's funny is, speaking of that, <laughs> I know what dissatisfaction when... looks like. It looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, it's kind of funny because back when we were all hanging out, Joel started this thing called the Man Club, and Joel swore he was going to be the last person to get married if he ever did. He was like, I'm not going to get married. And now, literally, everyone that is part of the Man Club is a father and a husband, except for me. I'm an almost father. Well, that's true. You so go. you're almost there. Yeah. Which I always thought, which Kelly was something Kelly reminded me of. He was like, you're the only one in the man club. How does it feel to be the only one? I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> well, that's I right. still, Kelly I, I, got I married? The same way. Kelly got married. Yeah, he's been married for a year. I haven't even seen a picture. Oh, I haven't been on. I don't go on social media much. I'll have to find his ass. Should, oh, yeah. You shouldn't be him. hard. Just look up Happy Giants. He's the same. He found somebody. He Golly. found somebody. He found somebody just as like odd and weird as him. Like she's the perfect fit for him. Is she it's tall awesome. too? She's not tall, but she's like personality wise, it, they're very similar. He's fun though. Oh yeah, Kelly's always been fun. And yeah, he's like a really good balance though, because like he's yeah, fun, he's like, but he knows when yeah. to walk away from a roulette table. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he he also knows when to like push his luck too. Yeah. It wasn't like on the opposite end, like Ben, where it was just like, whatever the stupidest thing is, we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to try and convince you. No, it's super yeah. dumb. And there's no <laughs> logic behind it whatsoever. But I'm still going to try and get you to do it with me. But I'm like, uh, no, Ben, I'm pretty sure that's how you get AIDS much easier than other ways. So I'm not, no. It's like, but dude, it's, it's 20 bucks. No. <laughs> Like, like, like it's like getting lunch. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to details. Lunch. I'm just saying, like, he's, 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 I, I love Benedetta. It's one of the funniest people, most fun people that I've ever met. And it's it's really sad that we lost him. But my God, oh, yeah. on, on on the intelligence scale of decision making, this motherfucker was at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, like, that, I think that's all why he was such a good soldier, though, because he was good at being like organized, told what to do, and then he was a machine. Because like, yeah. he was physically pretty scary <laughs> by the time he was in, you know. Oh yeah, and there that's why a... I heard he died. I, I was so blown away because I was like, <laughs> but him, but he's so. The last he would have been the last person I would have picked of everybody I knew that had went yeah. away to like to Afghanistan, Iraq, whatever. He would have been the last one I would have picked that would have made it. That wouldn't have made it. You know what I mean? Like so I was yeah. shot. I was like, but he's so fast. How he gets yeah. but I was like, but Ben gets away with everything. What do you mean he you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. So that Well not only that, he was very physically fit. He was taller than me and he was like ripped and he was still always scared of me. And I was like, Why, dude? You're bigger than me. And he could shoot clay targets with a little ass 22 yeah. and like he could. He was a dead shot. Yeah. So he that was, was a great shot. But yeah, the, the, it was the other one that it was just like for once I would feel like, you know, that's that's not a good idea. He's <laughs> 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 like, what? I thought you'd like the idea. I'm like, I kind of like the idea. 
but I think the consequences kind of outweigh the fun part. You know, it's like, <laughs> I can see his eyes roll back like, what are consequences? <laughs> when you start making Juan look like Luke. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty, pretty drastic thing you're about to attempt there. One thing I wanted to mention, though, was to the listeners was we had uh, consulted Joel very early on when we did this podcast and had him listen to some of the early stuff. And it was Joel's idea to do that promo part where he says on today's episode and then you do those like short clips you know prior to the podcast and that that, i just wanted to give joel props to that because i love that people look listen for that that is one of the things that people mention to me regularly that listen to other podcasts that they like that because they're saying like nobody else really does that and then they don't have to decide whether they're going to wait through like a two-hour thing or whatever you know so Thank you for that input. It actually really, well, I think. You know, I mean, I think everyone does a lot of business at the very start of it. You know what I mean? And they like open up with like, oh, you know, let's do business. And of course, like it totally makes sense. But, you know, you got to wet the whistle a little bit, right? Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, shoot, when I listen to podcasts, a lot of the times I'm like skipping forward two, three minutes just to get through the, I mean, the same stuff that we have to do. Thanks for the reviews. And here's the social yeah. media, blah, blah, blah. And there's no so being you, around it. No, everybody no. has to do it if they want to get anywhere. I think every week you should just try and do it more dramatic, you know? For God's sakes, please. <laughs> <laughs> we need your reviews. We have a low budget. <laughs> do we even have a budget? Just, uh, just give uh, Mark some sound bites right now. Is, is, is that your penis? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it? Why does it look like that? <laughs> did, I'll use that, Joel. Did it? <laughs> did it just wink at me? <laughs> Dude, That's I the intro to this side. episode. If I could, if I could do that, I would take makeup and draw a face. <laughs> Wake my wife. What if up. you could find yours? Good morning, Jasmine. <laughs> Horrible. I'm sorry. Would you have to peel? Would you have to peel back to? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's like it's like it's you're getting ready for the show. You're just waiting, and then all of a sudden, just pops up at the beginning of the show. No, it's like or you can do the slow rise like at a concert with lights. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I just realized? What? That uh, somehow in that conversation, because you know, talking to you assholes. That came out that I'm uncircumcised. Oh, wait. Were we talking about that before the podcast? <laughs> we were talking yeah. about that before we started recording. <laughs> so I just totally fucked that but, up. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. In preference to that, he was like, uh. Joe's harassing me before. It's like, oh, you need to get the lube out. And I was like, don't have to. It's built in. And then somehow I thought that we already talked about that on the podcast. And then I brought it in because I'm an idiot. Oh, Juan and his turtle neck. <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me because it reminded me of a turtle, <laughs> which somehow reminded me of your wedding present is still sitting out here right now. It's up in the corner as it always has been. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I haven't brought it down to you yet, but that's definitely going in your house. Yeah, I need it somewhere. Well, you know, it just blew me away when I finally went to Joel's house and I was like. Somebody's collecting some owls up in this bitch. Yeah, Catherine has a ton of owls. And it was crazy because I was going to have Joel uh, kind of inherit this famous owl. Joel, can you tell the story about the owl? Um, 
Was it you that found it? Yeah, it was. No, it was. It was like in the middle of the winter, and we were, we were out again. We were out in the barn in the middle of the winter. We used to be out in the barn all the time. We're out in the barn in the middle of winter. I still I am. Juan's <laughs> <laughs> well, still there. Dude, so if you rolled up here down. any night of the week in the middle of the night, two or three in the morning on an house, and you came out here, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Better well, not first though, because Jasmine might be out here. Anyways, I'm pretty sure me and Juan kicked back a few drinks, and uh, I went out into the snow to uh, to pee, and like just like stumbled through the snow and tripped on something, and picked it up, and it was this ceramic owl. And I came back and I brought it back in, and we were just. So Juan's like, where did this thing come from? I cut this grass every single week. This thing has never existed, like, on our property. It's never been here before. And here's the weird part. Where he found it was in a walk path directly from where we're at. So there's no way it was, like, laying there for some long period of time like we didn't notice. This thing literally, like, it had to slowly, like, freeze from underground and get pushed up to the surface. Zombie dog brought it over. (laughs) Yeah. Zombie dog. Or like one of the serial killers that used to watch us and contemplate killing us. I don't know. Some weird stuff happened out there. Well, they did find there, a uh, pentagram house? sacrifice area about uh, 20 yards behind the barn in the woods. <laughs> Complete with baby dolls with heads cut off. Are you serious? Shit you not. That's why I don't go in the woods, man. You know why? Because... <laughs> White people go out in the woods. That's proof right there. That's not even the woods. That's 20 feet from your house. I like to think of it as something totally separate, Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's in the woods. I can't. Yes, 20 feet away. But it's in the woods. All right. It's behind like like four trees. He's like, it's in the woods. It's not even close. No, I can literally see it from over my shoulder. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we stuck that owl up in the rafters, and then it was there for, it's been there for years. Oh my goodness, long, long, long time. And then it was funny because I want, over the years, I've kind of given things with the guys that I've gotten real close to that are like family, like my brothers. I remember a long time ago, I gave Kevin some kind of, or Joel, or no, no, it was Jeff, uh, an Ansel Adams photo. And then, and then, oh, it was a Kevin, yeah. Yeah, he has it still, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure he does. And then, like, um, I know what I'm giving Jeff, but I can't discuss it. And then, uh, and I wanted a vest from Target. It's the security. <laughs> you suck. Anyways, <laughs> just talking about. Please one. explain that. <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't even think I can. I don't think. I, can I? Can I? Can I mention that? And I get. Yeah, I don't know. In a nutshell, let's just say it comes after you. I guess. Yeah, let's just say uh, in the past, I have I've done some some not smart things. I haven't done a lot of criminal things, but when I decided to do them, I kind of went full ham on it. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> this is all a made-up story. Yes, and uh, if I was if I was ever going to do anything, I probably would not mess it up. But anyways, the funny part was not that. Please help me redirect. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so the barn. See, this is what I do. I put Juan into situations where he gets nervous because he said too much. And then he leaves. And then me. I just sit back here and I love it, and I just leave him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I, I literally just started sweating hardcore because of that. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, but people, honestly, this is what I expected. This is. I've been getting up for this shit all week. 
Because I was like, he's like, you know, Joel's guy. I'm like, well, how does that work? And he's like, oh, we're going to do a three-way Skype call. And I was just like, that that sounds like scary for me. And he, and, and he goes, well, what are, you, what are you scared about? And I was like, I'm afraid you and Joel are going to gang up on me and start telling shit. I don't know what you guys are going to say. And, you're more, you are more worried about me being on here than you are about the pentagram 20 feet from your house. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the Reaper are worried about what's in the woods. Yeah, it's way out there in the woods, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know who found that shit? Who? My ex. <laughs> so what did she what do? She? So no, no. So what did she do? Did what was she, she doing? Did she out leave there? it alone? Probably drawing the pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> She also said she was probably drawing the pentagram. Oh, my God. No. Uh, that's really funny, though. But did she leave it alone? Nope. Nope. She fucking, like, I think she what she did was later on, she took other creepy baby dolls that she had kept. Oh, from she got rid of. dude. And yeah, then, the doll heads that were hang, that hang from the tree back there. Yeah. I've seen those before. Yeah. yeah. So she put those in with the other ones at the pentagram. <laughs> so now they got friends And now they're going to be Whoever stuck those baby heads over there Now got new baby heads added on Probably think they got like Some uh, some uh, like, like-minded people And then here I am You know 20 yards away Or 20 feet away Or whatever the hell All the time with this door That doesn't lock <laughs> that, a dog, that, a, that a feeble dog can open <laughs> Okay Lock's so. going on the door tomorrow <laughs> One uh, all you need to do, if a, uh, those Jehovah's Witness ever come by again, just take them back out to that pentagram back there. They'd never make it across the yard if Jazz saw them. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even get Jehovah's Witnesses at your house? Dude, they come um, every two weeks. I, ta- I talk to them all the time. You you know what that that's how you know that like I like people I I talk to the Jehovah's Witnesses every time they come they don't stay long <laughs> <laughs> it's you- <laughs> maybe it's me people. yeah it's the same people <laughs> well what it is is there's like they the- show up and one's like one's like so. You guys want to hang out in the basement? Or... <laughs> hey, I just got some new cool handcuffs. I was thinking about trying them out. Um, <laughs> no, they. what happens is it's like the more experienced guy, when he's training new people, for some reason he brings them here. <laughs> and he likes, because I'll like slam dunk them, right? And I'll like put them yeah. on the spot where they got to think. And so he likes that. I think that's why he brings them here. <laughs> but it usually lasts a couple minutes. One's on a, one's on a tricycle with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, they're probably like, and this is the Zodiac Killer. Oh, the Zodiac. oh damn it, they found me. <laughs> Except I don't even think I'm old enough to be the Zodiac Killer. No, you're not. Because I think that was in the early 70s, right? It was like in the 50s, yeah. wasn't it? 60s? It was... It was in the 60s and 70s. I think it was the 60s. I should know this. I've watched like two documentaries on it and listened to a whole series of podcasts on it. And now I forgot. When you're my age, decades just blend together. (laughs) I mean, the only way I can separate decades, honestly, is by the entertainment and the way people dress. Yeah. It was this. I think it was the 60s. 60s to 70s. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It was like a good amount of time, too. Oh, it went on for years. Yeah. It was bonkers. Hey, we're actually talking about true crime. Wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. I've tried intentionally to avoid true crime topics just because everybody does it. And it's really hard, though, when you got two <laughs> white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually something that interests me, though, too. So, like, of I'm really into it. I have been for years. <laughs> <laughs> would the, of course would, would the term cracker be inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a neck cracker. Well, you know, it's... Well, that's true. That's true. Why... That is right. I mean, Juan's like, I'm Hispanic, so we uh, commit crimes to, I don't know, like, feed our family and, like, take care of business. Exactly. And, uh, That's right. You know, Mark over here, like, um, I want your skin. I want to have your skin. <laughs> <laughs> puts the lotion in the bucket. <laughs> it's like a whole different motivation. Right. If I had a bucket, if I had a bucket I'd have people stomping in it, you know, making some kind of meal, something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You like you guys are like you are the meal. What? <laughs> and the decorations. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I was like, all right, I'll put this apple in my mouth and lay on that tray. I guess. <laughs> you want me face down? <laughs> what are we doing? I just pictured myself face down on a platter with an apple in my mouth with my ass up in the air naked. That is some horrible shit. Put this stick of lettuce in your butt. <laughs> Not the turkey baster. Oh. See, right there. I get around white people and start preparing myself to be eaten. <laughs> How come nobody ever really talks about that? I don't know. That has been my bit for years is about how terrifying you people are. <laughs> you people. I'm such a racist. Oh, white, white people are the scariest of people. Yeah, so you agree too, right? I yeah, mean, I do, for oh sure. Oh, God. Oh, we thinking. sail across oceans and we're like, hey, should we put some mumps in this blanket and then give it to them? That'd be great. <laughs> Valid <Yeah>. point. <laughs> right. some real sadistic shit. shit. It's like we could trap you and hunt you down and slave you for years. We could just kill all of you. Like what? <laughs> well, you know, we don't want to bother him to fix the city or anything. We're, trying, we're on a budget over here. It's like, <laughs> white people always trying to like make that dollar go further. <laughs> I mean, just all of history tells me white people are the scariest. Yeah. Yeah, because we're always Pretty the ones that like you're just never safe where you're at. We'll find yeah. <laughs> They'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll find you. Even when the ship was super slow, you know, they didn't even have bicycles, and they're still pretty much, you know, cannibalizing the world. <clears throat> oh, man. And I love how whenever white people do weird stuff, they always try and blame it on other people. Well, you know, it was the so-and-so that started the... No, it, scalping started with the British. <laughs> it wasn't the Native Americans. It was white people. <laughs> and then they try to blame it on them. They did it first. What? No, they didn't. <laughs> classic. That's you classic. Right you there. forgot. We gave you the course. We showed you what to do. You don't like. And then they so, get all the blame. Like, for here's it. food. Here's how you live here. We're like, all right, well, we're going to just go ahead and kill a bunch of you now. <laughs> That's what's so funny about what people really identify with, whether they're American or not. It's so confusing to me. 
because there's no race or anything that's American. There's no like it's just no. you know if you're born here, I guess that makes you an American. You know, you know, as far as citizenship and stuff, but we're not we're not a group. Americans are very single, like oh, minded. Way, way less so now than like. Yeah, we're not like. You know, like in other cultures where like families take care of each other, like they, they, yeah. they take care of the elderly. It's just the way it goes. Americans, yeah. we take care of me. <laughs> yeah. And fuck everybody else. I mean, like. Hey, right, Grandma, this is where you're going to live now. You'll probably be dead in like a month. They're not going to take care of you very well. We won't visit. All right, see ya. That's pretty yeah, much how it goes. That's yeah, why, that's why one I thing won't I put re- my mom away. Exactly. <laughs> that was one thing I really noticed when I was in Israel in February, just how different culturally they are and how they all work together. <laughs> yeah, we and don't do that shit. We, how many times you pass out with a flat tire like, oh, your day sucks? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you got to be afraid of the white people that'll skin you. <laughs> I'm not falling for that old baby by the tire trick. <laughs> 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 well, you know what the truth is, though. Honestly, though, I've tried to help people, and now they're just, they're scared to even get help, right? Because yeah, everyone has goes, a cell phone; they don't need your street. help. Yeah. You know, they could be. I seen a lady wreck out and hit a deer. Car total. She's hurt in the car. It was that night. Came up to the window, tried to offer some help. She was like, "Get the fuck away from me! I got a cell phone." And I was like, "Point taken. Bye, bitch." <laughs> yeah, it's left. <laughs> you know? It's 2019. If you end up somewhere without a cell phone, you just die. Yeah. yeah, there's not many places, you know, well, unless you're up in the mountains, cell phones work almost everywhere. I don't know. I'm in a bad spot right now ever since they redid them towers, though. I think it's a, uh, your phone. Yeah, I got to get when it. You bu- get when you get a phone from, from the, the gumball machine. Yeah. <laughs> Gum- <laughs> a gumball machine? Yeah. You can't get a cell phone for a quarter and expect it to be any good. This one wasn't, though. <laughs> this is like 900 in cash man that's a piece of shit <laughs> it's not even my phone it's one of Jasmine's old phones it's one of those oh well she broke it then no no it's just it's a it's a razor phone it's a gamer phone mm-hmm. so it's designed to play video games and all that it has like a really nice picture and all that. but it's very hard to use and hold because it's like so square and the phone functions are just ass. So I was gonna say one because when I call you, it's always so hard to hear you. I get so angry. Um, I hang <laughs> up on myself. It sounds like you have like a bunch of cotton stuffed in your mouth, and you're just like, rah, 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 rah. and I'm like, what? That's what? Yeah, that, <laughs> it is probably is not just. That could have been food at any point. <laughs> Most likely. Last week it was ice cream till it spilled all over your truck. I saved that ice cream, man. I got that <laughs> shit quick. <laughs> you ever want to see a man suck ice cream out of a cushion? <laughs> Actually, Joel, it landed on my my rubber weather mats. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't even have like car pubes. It was just nice. It was <laughs> right on there. <laughs> well, that was my first thought. Cause I don't see I don't see well, but when I vacuum my truck, cause I'm like clean to get down there, like why does carpet why does car upholstery look like pubes? I don't know, it's just weird. Like, <laughs> like the car, you know, the little mat cheap mats. So I keep my rubber mats on top. I don't want it to look like my back seats a vagina, like it needs Aquanet or something. I'm just trying to 
<laughs> Just trying to keep it not getting dirty. So yeah, it saved. So I use the rubber mat. <laughs> yeah, Joel. When a, uh, we meet up next week, remember we got to bring Juan Funyuns and Aquanet. So here's the thing. Don't you have a baby shower on the 16th? Um, Isn't that like next Friday or something? You're like, I don't know. know Typ- typical husband. <laughs> you could potentially know my schedule better than I do. Um, yes, that sounds right. And that's the weekend you're going to be here. So how the hell are we going to see Joel? Well, it's just one evening. Or we could just storm that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Come down. We would get in so much trouble for that. <laughs> well, Why? you might. I don't know. We're going to have to consider doing that, I think. Juan's like, we would get in so much trouble as I was on the list as an invited guest. <laughs> I said if we went. <laughs> oh, wait, you would have been invited too then, right? I didn't get an invite, but oh, I didn't shit. plan on being there till a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, shit. I no, he, that was totally didn't even remember that it was next week. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody expected Mark to come into town. This is all kind exactly. of uh, abrupt yeah. and soon. So. You, know, you, you know how this friendship works. We've always been a bunch where like you can show up at any given time to anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, told, I've also told my family, like, I have a couple friends. I was talking about you guys. And I was like, I have at least two friends where, like, if some shit went down, it wouldn't matter what time of day it was or where I was at. Like, either they'd come here or I'd go there if some shit needed to, you know, get yeah. cleared up. Like, that, I have friends that would get in a car and, like, drive four hours to come get me if they had to for some reason. You know, like, yeah. without fail. You know, so, you know, oh, granted yeah. there wasn't something going on like the birth of a child <laughs> or something like that. But like even me today, I was like, fuck that baby. You got to get home for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I only said that uh, to anger my wife. And I don't know why, because now I'm scared and I'm a little sweaty. (laughs) I think because fighting's good. Really? Kind of sometimes. How's that? Because Jasmine realizes she's wrong and then she's nice to me. Oh shit! I thought someone was gonna come flying at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I uh, I don't know. I like, there you go, backpedaling again. I, uh, help, life preserver. <laughs> Wait, what was our safe word? Pineapple. 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 <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> but also, I wanted the listeners to know too that uh, that Joel. Is a real person also. You don't have to Facebook stalk him. He has been... These are my two closest friends. Uh, So when I die, they better be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm going to set aside some money and tickets to Vegas. (laughs) During the funeral. They're like, where's Joel Mark? Oh, she's getting one side of him to Vegas. I'll be at the funeral home and I'll be telling the director, I don't know, could you capture on his face that just like a panic, like he really has to go to the bed? <laughs> <laughs> could you pop his eyes open real big? And... 
You know, it's so fucked up. There'd be so many people that would get that. Some people wouldn't. They'd be like, why does his face look like that? You've never seen that face? What are you doing here? Get out. You don't know him. It's the look, you know, right before he craps in front of all of us. And we take pictures. Nobody talks about it for the next 20 years. <laughs> right before he throws his back against the dumpster and unleashes. <laughs> Which I have witnessed. <laughs> That's why I loved Africa so much. I was like, wait a minute. It's a whole country like me? <laughs> I had no issues with that at all. I was so down with that. I was so down with that. Because that just took all my fear away. I could go anywhere and not be scared. About that, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a little disturbing at first because it's like, I, I remember the first time I saw like a woman, like an older woman, just walk up on a pile of something and just squat, take a crap. And I was like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, so that's yeah, what no, I that, look like. <laughs> that, that reminds me of when we were in Ethiopia, we were riding in the car, and I'm looking out the window, and I see this guy, and he's like squatted, he's like squatted down. I'm like, that's an interesting way to sit. In the, <laughs> like, it's, that's kind of odd. And I'm like looking, and I zero in. I'm like, his, his pants are pulled down. And then I like literally saw a turd emerge. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep. And, and mind you, this man was in the middle of a busy roundabout. I was going to say, he was in the middle of it. <laughs> you know what, Joel? He was... <laughs> That's my people. <laughs> I would totally hang out with that guy. <laughs> You'd walk up, hey, buddy, what's your name? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, I was saving that spot, but all right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But it's nice. Wow. it's nice to be in the states where we're spoiled and rich, and everything's easy. You know, everyone's always complaining. Dude, we have it so good over here. God. Oh yeah. I'm the poor people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, it's not too bad. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's we're 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 very very I think blessed to, to live where we live. You know, the opportunities that we have here are just they're not anywhere else. You know, and we've we've all had things happen in our lives where we've definitely had a definite edge by being here in the States for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Except for, you know, you live by the creepy woods and I don't. Yes, but it is over there in the woods. It's not technically. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably like... throw a stick and hit it. <laughs> yeah. It I'd is like to reiterate. It is in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? People get freaked out out here a lot. Like, like it's like Blair Witch or something. Yeah. So, okay, fucked up truth. Uh, I like to move shit around outside. Because <laughs> once I kill the house lights in here, it turns that outside yeah. light off and it's pitch black out here, right? So then you hear the, oh, oh. <laughs> or, Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, look out, there's a speaker out there. <laughs> like, who the fuck puts a speaker out in the middle of the yard for no reason? <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> I'm enjoying it right now. It's the sound of your knee hitting it. <laughs> That's sad. Oh you know why I do that, though? Because of kids. Listen, 
You're about to be a father. Let me tell you some real great advice. Obstacle courses, man. You want to fuck a kid up? Switch it around your house. They'll start running into everything. It's awesome. <laughs> Except I do it in my yard. <laughs> I, if, I, want, like, if I don't want the kids to bother me, I'll put a bunch of shit out there, and I'll hear them hit it. <laughs> ah, ah, dad, dad. I'm like, bitch, I told you not to come out here. Get out. That's my alarm system. Let me know when dumbass kids are coming around. Go back in the house. <laughs> You need to go to Parenting 101, Joel. What? <laughs> you need to go come to Parenting 101. Oh. <laughs> no, but in, in, in Joel's You're defense. definitely your own school of parenting. Yeah, in Joel's defense about getting married, though, he, he if have you, you've met Karen. What? His wife. Catherine. What did I say, Karen? Karen? Oh, my God, that's his yeah. mother's name. That's I'm so mother. sorry. <laughs> so I said it wrong. It was a K. Healing. So sorry. That's going to be awkward. For not only me too, me too. It's gonna be weird. Anyway, so that's what I call my when my wife wears this one wig. It reminds me of your mom, Joel. Okay, and I I cannot have sex I, I, with I, I, this I wig. absolutely cannot hear any more about this. <laughs> no, no, wait, no. It's not about your mom. I just, it just she looked. So I just start going, Karen, Karen, and so she gets mad and takes it off. But what I meant by that was that he has a great wife, and so you know you you got to break the rules sometimes. When you find, you know, the right man, thing. Man, I gotta, I, and I've got so many specific ways that I'm ready to, like, mess with my child. I already told Catherine that, like, <laughs> I, want, I want my, I want my child to experience, like, movies, but only through me. So I want to, like, ma- remake movies shot for shot where I'm the uh-huh. only person in the movie and I play all the parts. <laughs> so when they're at school and someone's like, "Has anyone seen Die Hard?" They'll be like, "Yeah, my dad's awesome in that." <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I can die happy now, Joel. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, my my work my work is done here. Because <laughs> that's you know it's so fucked up about it though. There is no like. There's no manual. There's no gauge. There's nothing really to tell you whether you're doing a great job as a dad or a horrible job. Nothing really prepares you for it. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, I guess I decided, especially this time with with all my stepkids, like, I'm just going to enjoy being a parent. Why let her... I'm not going to stress out anymore about whether my kid's going to be a success or not. I'm not going to... I'm just going to... Have them enjoy life and let them be kids and let them know they're loved and whatever happens, happens. But if they're not out by like 20, then I'm just going to start killing people. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said before, when you got five kids, all you got to do is kill one of them. You kill one of them, the rest are going to listen to you. They know you're not playing now. So Wyatt's time is almost up. Yeah, he's almost dead. It's pretty getting, (laughs) getting pretty close to put the old one down. So, uh... He'll be 20 this year, and uh, next year when he's 21, uh, that's it. Let's uh, get out or uh, take you in the back and dig a hole. So it's <laughs> like, where are you taking me? Like, Going in a ditch, bitch. <laughs> Oops, but I thought my hacksaw. Now my funny, my six-year-old would have been here. It is. Oh. <laughs> See you, Wyatt. Yeah, he's a little shitty one. Reminds me a lot of a Joel I knew one time. <laughs> you know what's funny? He's a little blonde kid like that, too. Like, Joel used to have white blonde hair, man. He was this, the cutest kid, but he was like a 
like a demon. It's like the omen. They had me on posters in Nazi Germany. Because <laughs> he looked so, yeah, he pretty much, he did. He looked like a Hitler white dream for real. It's just like, that is the future youth. And then I, and we're, we're in joking, of course, people. We don't support Hitler. But uh, he did have a good idea about what looked good. Like the propaganda part of the Nazi party was on point. They knew how to rock outfits. They knew how to, like, use propaganda to, pro- to progress their movement. And um, it's so funny that people are always so, like, trying to tear that down. But a lot of that part they should be analyzing because, man, like, he made the stupidest shit on earth sound great. To people, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of that. His marketing was on point, you know? So it's kind of, I'm just saying, man. Think about it. He knew what the, people listen, wanted you, to hear. My, I know a lot of people that collect like military stuff, right? Yeah. And they collect a lot of like uniforms and, and decorations and paint, all this stuff. To this day, anything like Nazi Germany is still worth more. Why? Because that stuff is the coolest looking stuff. Like aesthetically, they knew how to well, make like, things look. It's, Manly and cool and like, you know, to it's illegal to own though. Oh man, I got I got a place in town. Uh, there's this gun shop, and they sell a lot of that stuff. They sell a lot of antiques in town. They literally put the swastika right on right on the tag to let you know that it was actually used by Nazi Germany. Like whatever it is, if it's a gun, if it was a piece of armament, if it was a weapon, or like. Uh, they have a general's helmet there, which they won't sell. But, I mean, they've been offered like eight grand for that thing. They got another Jeez. one. They have another one there that they got offered even more for that has, like, the bullet where the bullet hit the helmet. <laughs> didn't penetrate it, but, like, dented it. This guy has so much military surplus that he actually was the guy that uh, supplied all of the uniforms and guns for that Wind Talkers movie. Really? Yeah. The store is basically just like left like stuff out of his dad's collection that he just is willing to sell that they have a store. But his actual personal collection of guns and like war memorabilia is just thousands and thousands. He has some kind of particular handgun that they used uh, in World War Two. He has like 16 or 1800 of them. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. So like he su- he would supply like real armaments for movies and things, but I don't know how I got off on that. But anyways, it was just the fact that like there is a demand for that. And one of that's because of that marketing was so good. It's like, um, you know, you can hate you can hate a movement. Like a lot of people are like, I, we don't get into politics a lot on this podcast, but like, you know, it, it, uh, see certain things like <laughs> Al Qaeda or like when people. Are like, I just I'm just. <laughs> I'm sitting here listening to Juan talk about Nazis, and I'm just waiting for him to say something. No, I'm saying, like, even like Al-Qaeda, right? Like, these people go going to blow themselves up. <laughs> what kind of marketing plan do you got to have to get people into these types of crazy shit to where they get to the point where they're like, you know, that seems like a good idea. First, Here's I that. liked your uniforms. I liked the marching. You got some good music. Yeah, I'm going to go blow myself up. How the <laughs> hell? Like, wh- how do they get people to do this stuff? I just don't get it because life preservation in the end, I mean, people will talk so much shit about everything, but bottom line, when it gets it's to the a, point, it's, it's like you, this or death. It's economic disparity is what it is. Yeah. It's that's like, 
every almost every single radicalized uh, person that's a terrorist has like is what their family would describe as like pretty non-religious before that point, but they had no economic opportunity. They went somewhere they couldn't get a job, they couldn't get ahead, they, they had nothing to they had nothing to like ground them to a normal life and then they were radicalized. And that is why it's so easy to do, I guess. Because they didn't have any any structure to hang on to for reality. You're desperate. Yeah, you're desperate. You want to feed your family. You want to, you know, have a place to live. My fear you was have a job. Was the I mean, you want to give your life meaning when you yeah. can't do it in all the like the normal ways that society tells you that you should be able to. That's interesting because then you wonder: is that person inherently evil or just like not educated or like what is it then? Whose fault? Well, some of them are highly educated. But but then you wonder like who well, then whose fault is it? <laughs> it's like you know I don't know. It's weird. I, that's a lot. I guess that's why I don't touch on a lot of that stuff because it's just so like mind blowing to me. I'm a simpleton person. We all know that. You know, feed me, fuck me, and you know, make me a sandwich. <laughs> I'm happy. Like you know, whatever. But like other people need things. They need they need uh, reasons for you know, I guess things. I. I don't. The fact that I'm going to eat nachos in like 10 minutes, that's like totally good for me. I, I don't need a world movement or nothing. Like it just, that stuff blows my mind. It just blows my mind. But I mean, what I know. What blows you, my mind is that you're about to eat these old ass nachos. <laughs> Soggy nachos that are cold by now. And he's going to sound like the predator while he eats them. Yeah, they pretty much just turned into a solid mass of goo. Yeah. It's, dude, it's Taco Bell. It's delicious, but it's barely food when it's hot. Yeah. When it's no longer hot, it solidifies into something that, that it ain't food no more. It's just processed chemicals. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see your point. Well, I, I don't have a... If anybody's listened to the podcast, they know how much I, I eat Taco Bell, and no, I don't have a problem with it either. I don't eat it cold, though. Yeah. Oh, T Bell is my go-to. Uh, my go-to on fast food. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of would be mine. Not gonna happen. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, that's where I feel. I like. give it to the kids then. <laughs> I'll pull a breed out of the fridge that's been in there, and like you know. Yeah. How well did that work for you with that sub sandwich a couple weeks ago, huh? That time I didn't look. That was not a good. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good no-brainer. <laughs> I don't think I've eaten anything like actually that spoiled in many, many years. <laughs> how wait, I got how my guard down. Sub? It was a foot long sub, and I but I how, and how far <laughs> through the foot did you get? Well, probably four or six inches. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I took one bite, but it was about four inches of it. <laughs> so because I was hungry, I was like, I'm taking this bitch out in like three bites. Well, it's always good to take at least four inches. I, I knew as soon as, I, as soon as that came out, I was waiting, just waiting for it. Well, it's like, oh, yeah, I could do at least four. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I was afraid of. <laughs> See, people, this is exactly what I was afraid of. I can't. Like, I, I got to watch every word I fucking say. I never felt so sensitive in my life. <laughs> 
Like, I'm genuinely nervous. Do you see me? I'm, like, sweating. I'm playing with this lighter. Like, uh, go. Happy place. Just wait till I'm there, because then a, uh, we'll have another person in on it, too. Oh, you're Jasmine? Yeah. Oh, man. She's getting sharper and sharper by the day. That's good. Tell us she's in training. She'll be ready to come. We're ready to do a she's, full she's on sparring camp. Come on balls. down. She's <laughs> looking forward to breaking your balls. I know that for a fact. That's not too hard. It's not too hard. <laughs> yeah, my they wife would love, to, would love joining in. That, that would make her pretty happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll be there for the baby shower, Joel. I'm All sure. Right. Unless something weird happens, Jasmine and I will be there. And if I have time, maybe I'll bring some salsa. And I, I want to say that I'll be there, but it honestly depends on my mother. That's unfortunately, oh, yeah. right now, it's kind of day by day. Because, yeah, yeah. like, one day she's fine, the next day they're like, she's on life support. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then the next day, like, she's fine. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't. I told my mom today, this morning, I'm like, Mom, you got to quit fucking with me. <laughs> she's like what and I'm like you gotta stop like almost dying and then being fine the next day you gotta slow the transitions a little bit it's fucking me up I'm like you know I got high blood pressure and my diabetes and she just I, shook I her know, head at me I wish I I wish I knew but based on like my perception <laughs> your mom has been like in and out of the hospital <laughs> for like the past two decades about 20 years like, yeah <laughs> and she's gotta be what a hundred and 39 I, <laughs> based upon the number of ailments oh my gosh <laughs> yes. she's 80 now and i was just thinking last night because i have to sleep i sleep in her room now at night i sleep in this chair because she has to have someone with her in case she gets up and i'm laying there thinking like when who would ever thought i would have been roommates with my mom at 80 <laughs> like, i'm laying here like just waiting for it's my roomie to get up and see what I need to do for her. <laughs> but, you know, everyone knows I love the shit on my mom, so I was going to do it. It's not, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, it's as much as I don't like that, I, you know, it's not going to be around forever. And then after the other day, when I realized I thought I had my last conversation with her and I hadn't said some shit I needed to say, I it kind of changed things a little bit. And I was like, now I really need to make sure that I am doing whatever I need to do for her and saying whatever I need to say and being supportive. <laughs> You know, like, please don't die today, Ma. I got plans this weekend. Funeral would fuck, <laughs> funeral would fuck all that up. Yeah. <laughs> even though I know Pat's going to do the, plan, the planning, because I'm going to be a bawling bitch. You know? Mom, I have some things to say to you. Please, please don't fuck up my weekend plans. <laughs> please. Yeah. Just hold on to life. Just Please, a just a little bit longer. longer. <laughs> just cheat death yet for another day, man. Well, like you said, Joel, I've I've known you, Juan, and your all you guys for like 14 years, and even back then, I remember Juan being like, "Man, my mom's on death's doorstep," so I'm amazed that yeah, you know, you're, she's made right? it this long. You can only cry wolf so many times. Yeah, <laughs> Jasmine almost wore a shirt the other day to ER when when she was on that intimate, you know, when they intimated her. Uh-huh. And it had a picture of the Green Reaper on it, and it said, "Don't worry, I only came for the party." <laughs> I was like, "Would you please change shirts before we go?" <laughs> She's like, "What? Mom would think it's funny. Is it too much?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." <laughs> 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 I 
yeah, bitch, that's too much right now. <laughs> so, uh, to wrap up this uh, episode, I wanted to do a special segment here. Uh, it's called Joel Tests Juan's Michigan Knowledge, and this is something oh, Joel God. brought up. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Don't break out the nachos. He's so stressed he's yeah, eating nachos. <laughs> but they're almost silent now. <laughs> That's why he does it. He lets them get soggy. Oh my All right, I'm ready, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I supposed to have specific questions for him? Dude. Yeah, I thought you had some specific questions oh, for I'm him. Oh, I'm sure you pick oh. anything. I'm not going to know shit. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, just, I just wanted to call into question Juan's, Juan's Michigan knowledge because he talks on the podcast like it's like Y2K just happened. He's like, he's like, yeah, Michigan's a really crazy place. We all stocked up for Y2K last year, um, obviously. Uh, We're a little behind the times. <laughs> You're a little behind the times. Man, I wish I, I, no, I wish I had a list of like Juan uh, facts to check on uh, uh, on this podcast, but on Joel Cobb. Uh, uh, yeah, but like downtown is coming back. There's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of good food downtown. I, I sent you some pictures of those tacos downtown. Oh, no, I, I love yes. your millennials' optimism. <laughs> <laughs> those tacos did look great. And by the way, um, are you going to open a store with your ice cream business, or are you just doing that at farmer's markets? So we're just doing it at the market for now, um, and we're just going to kind of see where it goes. We've been doing pretty good. We made back mm-hmm. our investment that we put did- into it. Did you have to build a kitchen for it, or were you able to do it in a home? Did they make you commercialize? Yeah, yes and no. So, like, we can't do it at home, but we have, like, a, a commercial commissary kitchen, so you, like, pay by the hour to, like, okay. just, like, so, like, a lot of places you Okay. Yeah, That's so what I was wondering. I was curious. I thought of you this I know week, other people have tried to get it. Because I'm on the inside channel. It's a weird shit. And there's this ice cream place that's going out of business right now. And I think it's in Rochester. Super nice, and they're selling everything in that place for pennies on the dollar. Oh, I need, I need a machine. Yeah, man, they got all the machines. They have, they have like six of those machines that are like smaller, like the size of refrigerators. But they make yogurt, ice cream. They do the soft serve, all that shits in one. They have them like yeah. behind a wall. And then you just go up and use them. That's where they're. Yeah, mo- yeah they have like six of those. I'll have to give you the, some info for these people. I, know. I need one of those for my house. But like, even like the chairs and the like the stuff they use inside that's like really cool and trendy and shit. Like all yeah. the fixtures, all that weird stuff. The kind of stuff that I buy that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought I'd mention it to you. Yeah, I mean, we're just selling for now. We've done some events. We got some events coming up that we're like. Um, sell to and so we're just kind of seeing where it goes plug it what's it called it's called parlor ice cream and uh very simple and what we do is we do like some other places have done like kind of the step up to this we do right now we do cereal milk ice cream whoa so like all of our flavors are like very smooth creamy um custard style ice cream Mm-hmm. Like so, we get all that flavor in there. We take it the cereal out, and then like we top with dry cereal. But there's no like frozen chunks of cereal in it or anything. Oh, I got you. Just like the ice cream is like the pure cereal flavor. Oh. So is there gonna be any way for me to try some of this when I'm there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make you. 
Heck favorite? yeah. What's your favorite cereal? My favorite... My f- Probably... Okay, I gotta think of a sweet cereal. Probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's a good one. I really like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm not big on like Fruity Pebbles. I like Cap'n Crunch a lot too. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, the Cap'n Crunch was actually the very first one we did um, that like kind of started this whole thing. The, the Just Berries would be crazy. Yeah, the Oops All Berries. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe I'll make I'll make some special batch for you. We haven't even released this yet, but I've done mm-hmm. it before. We make Cap'n Crunch ice cream. And then I make the crunch berry magic shell, and I pour it over it so it hardens around it, so it's like it's like a crunch berry filled with Captain Crunch ice cream. Heck yeah, dude, that's not the only thing hard right now. That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally food porn. In the mind, in my mind, in the background, it was like, and then we, and then we put it on top, and it becomes the hardened shell. Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh yeah. Pour it right on there. <laughs> yeah, so I've 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 made it before, but we haven't. We want to like we want to sell it, but we haven't uh, released it yet to sell. <coughs> oh my goodness! Heck yeah! Just put a black spot right over my mouth and just videotape me eating it, <laughs> <laughs> and people will be like, "I want whatever the hell he's eating," <laughs> <laughs> and they know it's at least the good four inches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> For that sweet recycling. <laughs> Anytime I can fit a dick in your mouth. <laughs> you aren't the oh first. You won't be the last. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm the fuck out of here. You guys are... <laughs> I'm running. Okay. Running. <laughs> And on that note, everybody, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, please hit us up on, you know, the social media places. Joel, thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Thank you for, yeah, we're, we'll have to have you on again sometime in the future. And, yeah, thank you, everybody, for being awesome. Seahawk Predator out. There's four more. Bye. <laughs> four more what, inches? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I am hitting stop before I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>